Hello, friends. Welcome to another summer episode of Being and Making Disciples. For this episode, it'll be part reflection, part story, as we'll enter into a passage of Scripture we're all probably pretty familiar with. Then I'm going to share a short story of a time that I feel like I really lived this passage. I think it's one many of us have lived time and time again as we thought we had the answer, we thought we had the best way of doing things. But our Lord simply told us, try the other way, try the other side. And we reaped the benefit when we followed. So let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. While the crowd was pressing in on Jesus and listening to the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. He saw two boats there alongside the lake. The fishermen had disembarked and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, he asked him to put out a short distance from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. After he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water and lower your nets for a catch. Simon said in reply, Master, we have worked hard all night and have caught nothing, but at your command I will lower the nets. When they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their nets were tearing. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come to help them. They came and filled both boats so that they were in danger of sinking. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at the knees of Jesus and said, Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For astonishment at the catch of fish they had made seized him and all those with him. And likewise James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners of Simon. Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will be catching men. When they brought their boats to the shore, they left everything and followed him. Friends, have you ever lived this passage? Where you were doing something your way and catching nothing? But then... By God's grace, you took some time to listen to Jesus and he showed you to try something different? I'd like to share a story that's also in our book, Go Make Disciples, in one of the chapters. But it's from a time when I was a young youth minister. This was my first real ministry leadership role. I was leading a youth ministry. Um... My second job out of college. And I walked into a situation that was kind of interesting. I had grown up at this this church and school. A lot of people knew me. And they were hoping for kind of a resurgence of their youth ministry. So when I was first hired, there was a lot of excitement. Had lots of kids coming to the events. I mean, our weekly nights had a lot of kids. The first night. Had 50 or 60 kids. 
But then the second I had maybe 40, 45, and the numbers continued to slowly dwindle from there. To the point where just a few months into this role, I remember having about four or five kids at one night. And I was so sad about that. I felt like a failure, maybe like Simon felt on the boat in this passage before Jesus gave him advice. But at those points of humility is when we're able to really hear the Lord. Well, what happened next was, you know, later that month or the month right after, we had a social event coming up that was going to be, had a lot of potential but I was worried about turnout and worried about where the ministry was heading. So the morning after this lowest turnout I ever had in youth ministry ever, I woke up early and I went outside. And as the sun was rising, I entered into a time of prayer. I remember it just being me and my Bible. As the sun was rising and I was just having a very open, honest conversation with Jesus. And what I felt was a sense of hope looking at the sunrise that from the darkness, the sun rises. And from this dark point in ministry, the sun would also rise. And I don't remember exactly what I read that morning, but I know I was in his word and in his word is when we encounter him. And I I decided after that morning to call some teens that had not been participating, that stopped participating. And I hadn't done this yet, right? I hadn't specifically called people by name, just like Jesus did in the passage today. When Jesus looks at Simon and tells him, do not be afraid. I hadn't seen these teens as individuals. I was always concerned about the number of kids coming. But I called those teens one by one, invited them to that social event, and to have pizza after, to hear why they weren't coming, to hear what we could do differently to serve them. I made it not about myself or my reputation, but I made it about them and serving them. Well, long story short, all those kids came. We had a great turnout at the event. And afterwards, we had a great, open, honest dialogue about the ministry. And these were kids that had been attached to the past, the last youth minister that I replaced. So it was a time of healing in our relationship, to understand them, to get to know them, and for me to show them that I, I wanted them there. And I needed them there, and the ministry needed them there, because they had experiences, leadership skills, a prayer life, a spirituality that that the rest of the ministry needed. Thanks be to God, Jesus resurrected the ministry from that point forward. I really look back at that as the time where the ministry started to get rebuilt, and all those teens ended up becoming leaders in one form or another, leaders that help plan future events, future outreaches. And then in just 
a year, a year and a half's time, the ministry was basically rebuilt to that initial level of that initial excitement, but was a sturdy foundation of real relationships and real desiring of a relationship with God. Because you know what, folks? It was less about me being the new youth minister at that point and more about Jesus and the community that was being built in this youth ministry. So I encourage you to think of this passage today in relation to your ministry. What are you doing that Jesus may want you to simply try the other side of the boat? Is there something you're doing again and again and again that's just not reaping any benefit? If so, are you ready to let go of that? And just let Jesus mend your nets? Let Jesus show you where to throw them? He will not disappoint, my friends. And he will take that net that is empty and fill it in ways you can't even imagine. Thanks for spending some time with us in this episode. If you're enjoying these episodes, please share them with friends, family, clergy, anyone you think could benefit in their ministry. And also check out our book, only $9.99 this summer on Amazon, Go Make Disciples. God bless my friends, and let us continue to walk with Jesus as we aim to fulfill the Great Commission.